Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Afternoon. At the tone, Pacific Daylight Time will be... It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. One step closer to my own personal hand. This is Primetime on Sports Radio 1080 The Fan. We expect the best. We're not afraid to break someone. Do you hear me? Primetime is your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Go ahead and clap. Mediocrity deserves applause. Isaac Rob, I'm miserable. I had to get up at 10 o'clock this morning. Jason Sikanet. I'm a dude playing the dude disguised as another dude. Primetime on 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome back. Hope you're having a nice little uh, Wednesday here. Uh, you know we are. My name is Isaac. Yes, it is. Uh, Jason right over there. They call him Big Soup. Right here. Uh, we have Buck filling in, and it is starting to feel a bit like Buck is just going to come our producer. Yeah, but not because he gets tired. He's just going to be here. Yeah, I don't he think just... he has anything else to do, so he just keeps showing up. Are and... you filling in for his – like how long are you – I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm here at least this week. I think I'm here next week too. You know, we're just yeah, we're, see, we're rolling with it. It's happening. Before you know it, it'll be 2028. 20, yeah, Bucks are producing. I don't even know if he wanted the job. I think he just it kind of happened. <laughs> no. You well, know. welcome, Buck. Yeah, hey, I, thanks I mean, for having me, boys. Good, good to be part of the show. Kind of, sorta. <clears throat> you like that? Like, you ever have that? Like a girlfriend or you know someone that like they started dating someone and then you're like, hey, you guys living together? No, not really. And you start thinking about it, and you're like, well, actually, I, I think we kind of are. Or even the, uh, are you guys boyfriend-girlfriend yet? Well, I don't know. We haven't really talked about that, but we're not really seeing other people, and we're only going out with each other. So, uh, a, yeah, I, yeah, think, I guess so. I think you got yourself a girlfriend there. I think we are in a, uh, a semi-committed relationship with Buck. <laughs> like, you might be on Tinder still swiping through some producers, but I think for the most part, you're liking what uh, Buck has going on. Yeah, but, well, Buck's liking what Primetime has going on, so. Well, we're, we're pretty great. Um <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> is that a thing with, like, when you're dating now, that you have to like, like what? I think it's a youthful thing, like making it official. Yeah, yeah. I think that's still that's, a, that's still that's a more thing. Of a, no, I think that's like a high school thing. Maybe well, it's a college. I think thing the a little girls bit. like to make it official, and the guys like to keep trying to stoop other people until the girl tells them that they're committed. We and... used to call it going steady. <laughs> Do you remember that? Would you go to the sock hop? Would well, you... that's what we call it. Are you go? Are you in, steady in Kansas? You're going steady. Steady meant. That was exclusive. Hey, we're going down to Thunder Road. I'm going to give him my jacket. Wow. No, I don't know if I've ever. Not well, what the, did you call it? The 1950s. Uh, you just had a girlfriend. You're a Mormon for heaven's sake. You're going out. You know, Mormons did date. No, I know, but what did you call it when you when it was exclusive? Just, I think you just said you were like you had a girlfriend. She your boyfriend? Or yeah, but how, how do your you know? Girlfriend? It's like, yeah, is that my boyfriend? Yeah, kind of. I mean, <laughs> it has to be a, it has to be a thing. It has to be like a lot. There's a line of demarcation. The best part is that when you were a kid, though, I, I went to a pool party once and watched a friend of mine, 
uh, date a girl at the start of the pool party, and at the end of the evening, they were already broken up. That's how you did it, like, in the eighth grade. It was a very quick falling in out of love. My dad regales a tale about how he was going steady with some girl in, like, first or second period of middle school, and by sixth or seventh period, a friend dumped uh, him for her. That's how it works, man. Yeah, things Lo- move fast. Love is a fickle, fickle mistress when you're in the seventh, eighth grade. But you used to have to, like, I remember being a kid, you'd have to ask them, right? Yeah, a like, lot of times. You... We had notes. Yeah, the note. Yeah, leave a Check note. Check yes or no. Note in a locker or no, the, the note with the friend was always a popular uh, go-to. Hey, give this to, you know, so-and-so. And then they, you know, that there was a go-between. Yeah, there was always something like that because you didn't have the balls to just go up and be like, yeah. I like you. Do you like me? Because you know, being rejected in person way worse than just being told no on a on a little note. All right, coming up this hour, uh, quarterback stutter dud. Big Twelve media rights deal. We didn't get to talk about that. That came out over the weekend. What that might mean for the Pac twelve. And if Philadelphia wins the World Series, it it is potentially bad for your portfolio. Yeah, I'll tell you why. Yeah, the uh, the economy. Now, in the club, we have uh, the new hottest couple on earth because, you know, Tom Brady and Giselle are, have broken up. And let's be honest, Tom isn't that hot anymore. Yeah, they're, yeah. He kinda, we kind of needed a replacement. He looks like a zombie. He looks more fake hot now than he, than he has. In the yeah, past. It's, it's a little weird. That's right. There's a photo of him going around with Tony Dungy and it's bad lighting, but it's terrifying. It's like a Skeletor meets a smaller Skeletor for Halloween. Well, you want to talk about a rising star. This couple. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, and we will tell you who they are. It's a power couple. So we'll have that in the club and some other cool stuff. But uh, right now, the Hot Five at Five. Oh. Hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the Hot Five at Five. That's hot. The Hot Five at Five on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot Five at Five with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. Number five. Uh, Blazers host the Grizzlies tonight. So that's cool. (laughs) That's where we went with that. I like watching John Morant play. Yeah. I just love it. So uh, that's all right. I mean, I don't yeah, know. November second. That's, man. that's cool. Memphis is currently ranked twenty eighth in defensive efficiency. You think of them as a good defensive team, but they have not been so far. And remember, no Jaron Jackson. Uh, they are four and three, however. Yeah. Well, look, I just think it's one of those things that if you, if you're a Blazer fan early on, you know that this isn't going to be the you know you're not the second best team in the West, but you know Memphis is a team that you were expected to uh, to be behind. Like you said, it's seven games in, but I think these games, anytime you're playing a team like a Memphis, a Phoenix, you know, a New Orleans or whatever, I, I think those are, I, I always think those are interesting matchups as opposed to when you're playing, you know, the Rockets or whatever. Although there's a lot of like, Minnesota doesn't look very good right now. The Lakers are terrible. The Utah Jazz apparently are rolling. What the hell's going on in the West? The Jazz are six Number and two. Four. Yeah, are they just really bad Danny, at tanking? Danny Ainge is gonna be pissed because, <laughs> like, this is the year to tank. Yes, because of that seven foot four guy. The yeah, French the, guy. the kid from France. Yeah, Wimbiana or whatever his name is. Dude, you know they're gonna pull the plug on that. They keep winning. <laughs> Ainge is gonna pull the plug on that ass. <laughs> Mysterious ankle injuries are starting to pop up. Lance McCullers denies that he was tipping pitches last night. It led to five Philadelphia home runs and a two-one World Series lead. Phillies over the Astros. He says he just got beat. 
Uh, game four tonight, they're back in Philly. It's Javier against Nola. Uh, Philly is now the favorite to win the series. Um, they have already batted in the top of the first, and uh, Nola got out of it, so it is uh, headed to the bottom of the first. Phillies coming up. Astros did not score. You know, the when you look at the win percentages, you know, up 2-1, down 1-2, it's not that great. I, I think it's like Sydney right now, 59 or 61%, something like that. But if you go up, if Philly wins this one, that percentage jumps up into the 80s. This is a monster game for the Astros tonight. Number three. Gonzaga basketball is in talks with the Big 12 to join their league. Well, and supposedly the Pac-12 for a while has been sniffing around, you know, interested in maybe Gonzaga and San Diego State. This would be a big deal if the Big 12, which is already the best basketball league, if they can grab a perennial top 10 power like this, huge move for the Big 12. Yeah, apparently the sides met in Texas last week. Uh, This is according to ESPN's Pete Thamel. He also says that the Pac-12 and the Big East have spoken to the Zags as well, but the extent of those talks is unknown. Well, you got to figure it out because it's not going to be a full split because they don't have football, so this is going to be one of those... You know, trying to negotiate and and what would Gonzaga be happy with, you know, not being a full share, but still make it worthwhile for them to make the jump and their other sports. You know, it just it would seem to make sense to Gonzaga, who doesn't have a good conference deal at all on the West Coast, that even if you got a tiny percentage of the Big 12's new deal, this would still be a a big deal for for Gonzaga. Remember, BYU is leaving the West Coast Conference, too, so it only furthers weekends and already... Not impressive conference. Disgraced and suspended quarterback Deshaun Watson is on track to return for the Browns in week 13. Cleveland is currently 3-5, and and they are on a bye this week. Then they get three games before he is back for the final six. The three that he will miss are at Miami, at Buffalo, and home against Tampa Bay. I mean, I I think you really got to go two and one of those to give yourself a realistic shot. But let's not forget that he can't practice. He hasn't been around the team. He didn't look good in the... I thought they said he is around the team now. I don't think so. He's back. Is he? I thought they said that. I, I, I'll double check. I thought his suspension was, you are away from the team. But he's not practicing. And there is going to be some serious rust. So even if you can find a way to go 2-1 and one in these, like you, you almost have to be perfect. He almost has to come back and either be 6-0 and oh or 5-1. and one. Yeah, he is not practicing, but he is back in their facility and has okay. been for since October 10th. Okay. I can't practice. They just say, we'll work through what we're allowed to do with him. Yeah. Is what they said. Yeah. It'll be interesting, but that win against Cincinnati, a slight hope in their playoff chance. Still kicking around. Number one. Number one. Number one. And um, your friend Dan Schneider has stolen the headlines again today. A couple of different things to tell you about. Um. He and his wife have hired Bank of America Securities to explore a possible sale of the team or a uh, take on some minority partners. There's some people that think that he'd be interested in raising a couple billion by selling part of the team, getting some cash on hand if he needs to or intends to go down the legal fight road. There is a report that he has already had four calls or his attorneys have had or Bank of America, whoever, has had four calls from groups of buyers. Um, and also today it was uh, uh, learned that the U.S. Attorney's Office in Virginia is investigating his team, the commanders, for alleged financial improprieties. This is in the Eastern District of Virginia. 
And um, they are being investigated for improprieties by owner Dan Schneider and team, execu- and team executives. It appears one of the potential crimes is cooking its league books, sharing false ticket sales data with the NFL office. The allegations are undoubtedly one of the many reasons Snyder's co-owners seem to have finally turned against him after decades of protection. I just love that they were under the commanders were under investigation for all the the misdeeds uh, involving sexual misconduct and hostile workplaces. Dan Snyder has already been suspended and fined ten million for that. But there's another investigation going on about other sexual misdeeds involving that organization that's currently ongoing. And then you add the hearings, the congressional hearings back in April. And now apparently those have led to another federal investigation. Things are going great for Dan Snyder. At some point, just take your $6 billion that you're going to sell your team for and go away. Because this isn't going to stop. The NFL and all that, you can't tell me that these things aren't connected and they're not trying to get some of the feds to put some severe pressure on Daniel Snyder and his family to just walk away. All right, I've got a quarterback stutter dud coming up, and uh, we'll get to that Big 12 media rights deal and what that may mean for the uh, Pac-12. Those items, when we return, it is 519. That is your Hot 5 at 5 on the fam. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Did you hear that? There was a Christmas ad. I think that's what Buck's talking about right there. So it's not just up to me, see? Yeah, sometimes that does happen. It's imposed upon us. The horrors of having to listen to a (laughs) 30-second thing that's trying to spread a little holiday cheer. 3,000 times between now and the 25th of December. But you don't mind it come December 1st. That's right. But I'd, now, like to, I'd like to cut that time in half, please. But now you get pissed about it. We are so baby crap soft in our country. It's not soft. We it's are just annoyed. Soft. We are so Is there soft. not a commercial on TV that like it's, every time it comes on, it just bugs the hell out of you? Just, what, just give it time. The Chinese you know, are coming. They're going to take us over. You know what? They deserve us. I love Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> uh, but that commercial with the Fleetwood Mac song. You, the go your own way yeah. enterprise. It's 
yeah, it's starting. It's you like, can okay. go your own way. When they're all singing in. So is the that overplaying of Fleetwood Mac could be making you less passionate or fervent about Fleetwood Mac. This is exactly no. what I'm talking about with Christmas music. No, I love Fleetwood Mac. It doesn't change my This doesn't change opinion. my love for Christmas. It just doesn't need to be as frequent or as early. Boy, he's really sticking to his guns here. Yeah, Something. Well, get ready. Like Springsteen, whenever you sell your catalog, be prepared. Because Springsteen just sold his for like $700 million. And so now... Just get ready. There will be Bruce Springsteen uh, commercials everywhere. Over the next, like, three to four years, every single commercial you hear will involve a Bruce Springsteen song. So get ready to hate the boss. Because when you spend that kind of dough for that catalog, you got to get your money's worth. What was I saying? Where were we? I don't know. Buck started bitching about being the Grinch over there. No, no, no. I, I don't think that's what I would have thought Buck was a very he jolly. Brought up, Isaac, you brought up the Christmas. Yeah. Oh, Christmas that's sort. There was a Christmas ad there. And I, I will say, what, is it that is it landslide? No, it's not landslide. What's the one where they're all singing in the car and you start singing along because you have to because it's Fleetwood Mac and it's a great song? Uh, oh my God, am I what, the only one that commercial are we talking about? Sees this eight million times a day. I don't remember. It's no, I can't even remember the song. See, it's so impactful, <laughs> but it is starting to get a little. A little much. Anyway, are you um, talking about is the, is it the dreams? Or are they using it with the? It wasn't dreams. The skateboard guy. No, that was the old one. There's a new one. And well, my Mac, Fleetwood Mac's got a lot of God. Got a lot of tunes. I can't believe I can't remember this. But uh, anyway, everyone's singing along in the car, and it's great. And Fleetwood Mac's great, and all that. Um, okay, so the Big Twelve got its media deal done over the weekend. Well, I don't think it's official yet. But no, they, it is. It, it's official? I thought yeah. they said they were just close. No. Done deal. Oh. Okay. $2.3 media rights deal with ESPN and Fox. And, boy, I tell you, when it, it looked bad for the Big 12. Mm-hmm. It looked like that league was going away, and there was no doubt about that. Well, now look. They got a little stability. Yeah. So it gives them uh, some insurance, a little stability. But, you know, who knows what happens from here out. But the Big 12... Um, is paying out about $220 million per year, and that will stay constant to 2025. After that, the payout increases to an average of about $380 million per year. And then that's about $50 million a school. And then there'll be revenue, um, you know, from the, the, the new revenue from the, the College Football, you know, uh, playoff, expanded playoff. So there'll be some other revenue on top of that, but. It's, well, and they are adding Cincinnati, Houston, yep. Central Florida, and BYU. Yes. But they're losing Oklahoma and Texas, and when Oklahoma and Texas left, it's like, oh, how are you ever going to recoup that? Well, look, they're not getting the media rights deal that they would had they kept Oklahoma and Texas, yeah. but they are getting a, like, it's like a 20% bump in their media deal, even with losing Oklahoma and Texas. So that, you know, just what that means for the Pac-12 is, hey, if USC and UCLA still end up going, which they're most likely going to, um, you know, you can still get a big bump. You're not going to be up there with the Big Ten, the SEC. Yeah, but you never were anyway. But like, I I didn't know that those numbers were finalized because like everything I read a couple days ago was saying that like ESPN was very careful to not have this be higher per school than the ACC. But it was the total amount of this which is still being speculated that could get it up to fifty million. But the only thing that I had read that was guaranteed so far was the ESPN money, and that was still less than what the ACC was paying. The at. $50 million is, um, I should clarify, the $50 million is without the four new schools. So once you get the new schools in there, it's like $32 million per school. Yeah. 
Um, so now everybody's looking at the Pac-12, and the pac 12s like, well, we love this because we feel like we can beat that. Yeah, because the Big 12 paid out about 42, uh, and then you lose Texas and Oklahoma, and if you can get a little bump up in that, and the Big 12 did not hit the open market. The Big 12 just signed an extension. So that leads the Pac-12, and now the question is, how much is ESPN involved in this? Uh, ESPN, are they going to play hardball and say, we're not going to go above what we gave the Big 12 and what we gave the ACC? And then the big question comes down to, what's Amazon willing to to pay? Because it sounds like, you know, this is where we're at, is ESPN and and Amazon doing some sort of split thing. Wilner even had an article saying that he thinks that they should just go all in and just go Amazon, screw it. But again, is Amazon willing to pony up that much for some secondary program to their NFL? So I, I, I think for all the doom and gloom stuff that certainly was out there about the Big 12 and the Pac-12, this stabilizes it a bit. But I want to see I's dotted and T's crossed because I, I still don't think that necessarily you want to be the last one to the table. Yeah, the song is Everywhere by Fleetwood Mac. The, oh, I want to be with you every, you know that song? Yeah. You know your Fleetwood Mac? I do. It's what? that song. You haven't seen that ad? What's the ad for? It's just Apparently, constantly yeah, playing. I feel like now that you say it, I have been hearing that ad a lot oh, more, but I, could, I, I can't place what the people are doing in yeah, it. Yeah, it's a car ad, I think, of some sort. Oh. Maybe. I don't know. Shows you how much I pay attention. Yeah. Well, I bet I can tell, like, the moment you hear it, you just tune out. You just go zombie style. Chevrolet. Oh, it's, yeah, Chevy electric vehicles. Oh. No, I don't. I can't say that I've, I. I want to be with you everywhere. Yeah, I know the. Now that you've said it, I, I can hear it. I feel uh, like I see that ad all the time, but hmm. maybe I don't. The uh, the ad that I hear all the time is usually for some sort of boner pill or for some sort of ah, medication that's targeting you. Yeah, I get a lot of small peen stuff. Yeah, well, I just those are the ones that that I I just see all the time and I can't get past because I've never seen a group of people so happy to have a disease. It's like, do you, do you, can you not get it up? Do you have kidney failure or do you have cancer? Do you have dry mouth syndrome? And then you take a medication and the people are so effing happy. And yet the side effects of that medication are absolutely horrific. But then it says, ask your doctor. Uh, Those are the ones I can't figure out how that's allowed. (laughs) I think we're like the only country in the world, by the way, that we're allowed to do that. Hmm. And those are the ones that I just scratch my head out and I, I can't figure out. As if, let me just say this for the record, if you have to go to your doctor and you tell him about the medicine you should be on, you probably need a new doctor. Just saying. Okay. If you have kidney failure and you show up to your doctor and he's like, there's nothing I can do, and you're like, well, I was watching college football and uh, I saw an ad and he's like, oh my God, this exists? It's probably it's probably time to go get a second opinion. So that Big 12 guy is doing a pretty good job. Brett yes. Yormark. Yeah, they're pretty happy about um, they're Well, he's dead about as good as you can Yes, for losing Oklahoma and Texas. So now the pressure is on the Pac-12, although they say, oh, this is great because they're optimistic that they can exceed what the Big 12 got. Yeah. So well, let's see. Put your, put, well, let's, let's see what, uh, put your money where your mouth is. And the idea is if you can even come close to what the Big 12 gets, then you have no chance of any school leaving the Pac-10 for the Big 12. Right. So, and now it seems like there's a little bit of a fight between, you know, if you can get Gonzaga, if you can get San Diego State, are you interested in expansion? And it also, and yeah. it also kind of feels like the, the Big Ten uh, sort of Damocles is, is not hanging over your head anymore. Because no matter what, you know, the, you know, Klyovkov says, 
if the Big Ten called tomorrow and was like Oregon, Washington, California schools come with, they would do it in a heartbeat. They would leave so fast and make your head spin. Yeah. They, what are they waiting on there? Notre Dame still? It just sounds like for whatever reason the Big Ten just kind of hit pause. It seemed like at the beginning there was a lot of momentum and then it died down and then it picked back up again. So, that one will come out of nowhere, too, by the way. Yeah, we won't hear a thing about it, and all of a sudden Oregon's gone. It's just so weird that Oregon, or not Oregon, but UCLA and USC are sitting out here on their own with no other, no other schools. But the other thing to, to keep in mind is the Big 12, and I again, I still don't believe this deal is officially signed. They said, though, that they were... the way they're reporting it. I, I, everything I've seen is they are nearing the deal. And that when that happens... They will sign a grant of rights. Inks too. Wow. I just, I have not seen that anywhere, but that's what it says. It said inks. I was just showing big Suka headline. Yeah. I mean, that they are going to do a grant of rights, which means that locks it in. They can't go anywhere. I want to see the PAC 12 get a grant of rights with all these schools, because until that happens to me, you are not safe from the big 10 coming up with something and making an offer that some of these schools can't well, refuse. Well, grant of rights means that their rights stay there. Their media rights would stay with the league even if the team moves over. In other words, there would be no no reason to move over if your media right if you're if you're leaving your media rights back with the yes. old league. So, and and that's where I just I don't think it, I mean, I feel like Oregon would sign a grant of rights when Hellfreeze is over. Like it's not going to happen. Why would they do that? So, that's the thing is if, if the big if the Pac-12 gets a new TV deal done but there's not a grant of rights then nothing is settled. That's just hey we're settled for right now. So yeah. I'll be interested to see. And then the the big question mark ESPN's not coming to the table well, with this great offer. It's Amazon. Amazon is the is the the mover in this. What is Amazon willing to pony up for? The other thing too is the Big Twelve. The Big Twelve really isn't in the same position as the Pac twelve because they've already lost all the schools they're gonna lose. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean the Pac twelve still has more to lose, so the grant of rights thing becomes a big deal, but all the schools that are left in the in the Big Twelve, they're not going anywhere. No. No. All right. Now we just wait and see. But some people say by the end of the year this should be figured out. But so. the Gonzaga thing, I love that for the I've been saying that for years. The Gonzaga basketball in the pack should be in the Pac twelve. And I feel like that is a no-brainer. Um, and if you let them get away to the Big 12, you, dude, they pulled one over on you because Gonzaga's already out west. Um, they Make don't play. Happen. They don't play football, so it's not like they're going to get into your football revenue. Nope. That can be a win, a very easy win-win. And you in lose- how you structure that, right? You bring them over to the Pac-12. They get what they want, playing a better schedule and yeah. and more TV money and from get, that. Yeah. And then you get the higher-profile uh, basketball league. I was reading today about that Pete Thamel's piece about Gonzaga wanting to go to the Big 12 because they're Gonzaga just wants to go somewhere else, right? They want to leave the West Coast uh, Conference, so they they talked to the Pac-12, they po- talked to the Big East, uh, which would be interesting to see if they, you know, if they went to the Big, you know, the Big East in basketball, that'd be a, a decent fit for Gonzaga. Yeah, but again, you're you're dealing with logistically a just a huge pain in the ass. And then you're talking about uh, the Big 12. And uh, Thamel was just saying, it is not. this is not a huge money deal. This no. is not a, 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 a needle mover in any way financially. It's more just for uh, cachet yeah. for, your, well, for you, your basketball. You league. lost UCLA, one of the your, your, your true blue bloods, and one of the few schools in the Pac-12 that actually uh, has an impact in college basketball. Dude, replacing them with the Gonzaga would be such a, a good deal. And if the Big 12 gets them, then the best just gets better. So the question becomes, if you're Gonzaga, do you want to join the best basketball conference? 
Or do you want to kind of hang out west where, you know, you can probably be a little bit of the big swing and you know what? All right. Up next, I've got a quarterback stud or dud. I'm going to put Big Souk on the spot. Let's go. Although you've already kind of done this, but um, uh, <laughs> we're going to do it again. So shut up. Uh, here's Buck with SportsCenter. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, big news. Uh, you know, we're in temporary studios right now, but in our new building. The permanent studios in our new building, we're moving into them tomorrow. Yes, and it won't be a permanent setup, but we're in the permanent setting. Right, so that's yes. great for us. Yes. And probably still bad for you, what with quality it, and everything. It'll sound better, but I it think won't it should. sound better, yeah. It should, But yeah. it won't sound as good as eventually it will. Yeah, <laughs> which is, uh, you know, a couple months from now. Baby Look, steps. This is like the beginning of an NFL season. This was a little rough right now, but we're getting our offense together, and right. uh, we made some trades. We're going to be all right. Right, so that'll be exciting. Tomorrow's show, beginning with uh, not the morning show, but with um, – Danny and Dusty. Yeah, I think they need the time in between the morning show yeah. and that to make the, the switch over. So Danny and Dusty will be in there, and then we'll be in there. We'll see, we'll see how it sounds. Uh, Dusty's not even back yet. He's still faking COVID. Right. He's still doing it from home. He's, I feel like he's had COVID do you for know like why? nine weeks. Do you know why they said he still has to do his show from home? Yeah, I thought we were done with all that. What's The protocol s- states that he would have to wear a mask even on the air. Really? He's testing negative for COVID. He doesn't have COVID anymore. Yeah. But for a week, he has to, or five days or whatever it is this week, he has to wear a mask. And they say he can't take it off for the show, so he's doing his show from home. Huh. I can't That's say, where we're at. I can't say I knew that. Well, now you do, bitch. Interesting. So if I get it, then I can be home for like, I can be home for a couple weeks too? As long as you want, really. Right, let's, uh, let's give me some of this COVID. Although, seriously, we, they, you don't want COVID. You don't want it. Like, I know we kind of joke about it, and you know, but there are still some people that are getting really, really sick from it, so... Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, take the hard pass. I'll let uh, Dusty Fan Man deal with the long COVID. So quarterback stutter dud. Now, I had this in my notes to do a while ago. Okay. And you sort of did this the other day. I, I, don't, I forget what we were talking was about. It an impromptu dud? Yeah, it was kind of impromptu because you were going through some of these quarterbacks. So like just that last draft class. Yeah, it's not, it's, it doesn't look good right but now. But I'd, like I'd like to let it breathe a little bit more because I, when I sit and watch the NFL – 
Now, I feel like more so than ever, I'm looking at quarterbacks that I just think suck. Yeah. And I, I feel like it's never been this bad. Um, and I don't mean because I, I feel like quarterbacks that, that suck can still win games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think coaches have adapted more in recent years to running stuff that helps a quarterback succeed, right? Sure. But I still think these guys, many of these guys, just suck. I don't. I don't think they have it. And the ultimately, we don't really know. They're young. Yeah. But that's why I want to ask you if you have a stud or a dud, and I want to see how many of you these guys you think actually could amount to something. Because every time I watch, pretty much every guy I have on this list, I'm like, <laughs> wow, he really sucks. I just don't think he has it. Yeah, but I, you know, I, what do I? Know? There is a lot of bad quarterback play right now, which is interesting because a couple years ago we thought we were in this heyday of new quarterback play with all the rules penalizing the defense, couldn't hit him anymore. Some of the college stuff coming in, like literally, I feel like five years ago, the conversation was with like Kansas City, offense is unfair. No one can stop anyone, and now scoring's down, quarterback play is, is in the toilet. The NFL is cyclical, and the defenses have come up with things yeah. that, that guys are struggling with. Well, there is that, but you still have good quarterback play. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you've got Mahomes and Allen. And, it's it's a big uh, drop-off. Geno. It's a, it's a big drop-off. <laughs> Lamar, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of guys that um, – it's just you know with you just think back. It yeah. wasn't that long ago we had Roethlisberger, Brady, yeah, Breeze, Breeze uh, Rivers, Rivers Rodgers. Yeah. It's just Russell Wilson. It was awesome. It's not there anymore. So I'll give you a name. You tell me stuttered at, uh, and and I mean by what you think they ultimately will end up being. Okay, okay, because these guys still have time. But I'm going to start with Justin Fields. I know he's looked good the last couple of weeks, but is really no, are you are we buying? No. There's something there with Justin Fields. Look. If you had to go, because you're not going to give me on the fence, so I either have to go stud or dud. He's a dud. Yeah, I want I wanted it, to know what dud. your opinion is about what they eventually will be. He's a dud. What you're seeing right now is a big, strong quarterback that came from a system at Ohio State that was one read, possibly two, get rid of the ball, and you've got the best receivers in the country, and he looked like a million bucks. Didn't necessarily play well in all the big games, and you're seeing him absolutely get flummoxed in Chicago. Now, to be fair to Justin Fields. I think they've used him really poorly. They have not given him any weapons. So they went out and, and they get Claypool. Hopefully they can grow and develop with that. And the last two weeks, finally, someone has realized that he is a garbage pocket quarterback and they can't protect him. So you're now seeing them use his size and athleticism more like we see like what Philadelphia used early on with Jalen Hurts. There's nothing wrong with using a big athletic quarterback like you did with Josh Allen or Cam Newton or Jalen Hurts or any of these guys even Ben Roethlisberger and Russell Wilson were used a little bit like this. You put the training wheels on them, get them out of the pocket, use their legs, and then as they grow and hopefully develop as a quarterback, you can go back to more of the pocket stuff. But in all honesty, you've seen a game and a half where Justin Fields has looked good at all. Other than that, he's looked lost. It's not necessarily his fault. So I think maybe there's something there. But stud or dud right now, it is, it's like 80-20 dud. Okay, Kenny Pickett. Another guy I look at and go, this guy sucks. It, it, it's, it's. You think it, he's got something? It's a dud. Again, it's so early that I, I know, don't want. But it. that's the whole point. The whole idea is, what do you think? Dud. You don't see anything good about him, do you? <laughs> you, you? I feel like he's awful. I feel like it's, it's like a Mac Jones sort of situation, a little bit with him. But no, it's, it, it does not look great. That's a dud. Okay. Trey Lance. Toughest one on the board. Toughest one on the board, but it's a, it's a dud right now. Again, all you can go on is, and he's more difficult because we don't even have good college tape. You have one year 
uh, at, at, a, at, a, at a low level, and then he played like one or two games the COVID year, and then here we are. We saw him play a couple times his rookie year, didn't look good. We saw him play a little bit this year, didn't look good, and then he got hurt. I mean, I don't know how anyone could say that you think he's, he's one way or the other, but we have gotten no indications, and I mean none, that he's ready to do anything in the NFL. So, again, if you're having to yes, make the are. decision, it's a dud. He's only thrown, like, 300 passes in games since high school. Right. Like, yes. I mean, he, he just he doesn't have tape of no. being a competitive football player no, yet. It's, it's a dud. It's an absolute dud. Okay. Um, I've got five more on the list. We'll see if we can get to them in our next segment. All right? Okay. Cool. It is 549. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, this is quarterback stutter dead. Souk must not fence it. You have to tell me if you think this quarterback has it. Okay. Okay. So your first three I gave you were Justin Fields, Kenny Pickett, and Trey Lance, and you think they're all duds. I don't think if you're a team, if you're an NFL team, I don't think you feel good about any of those guys going forward. Now you're committed. You're not gonna, you know, you're not dumping anyone Trey right now. Trey Lance, best chance. Yeah, but it's it's but still, it's no one feels good about any of them. And I'm with you. Okay, so I've got five other guys here. I've okay. got Zach Wilson. He might be the worst of the bunch. He not. It's not. So you might. don't think there's any hope for him at all? It looks really bad. I mean, is there is there hope? I, I guess there's a glimmer of hope. It, it's bad. Like, and and his isn't just. Um, you know, not a lot around him. I know they've dealt with some offensive line injuries. His decision-making process is the worst of, of anyone in the NFL. Uh, I told you that last week under pressure, uh, he got pressured 16 times. He went one of 14 and threw two picks. And it's just, he, he it's like he doesn't know what he's doing out there. He runs around and, and they viewed him as like this poor man's Patrick Mahomes because he can extend plays and throw from all these arm angles. It's just it's it's awful. They are they are winning despite him. They are hiding him. Yeah, they're four and one with him as the starter. He has three touchdowns, five picks, and his quarterback rating is uh, and he's completing fifty five percent of his passes. His QBR is seventy one. He is the worst of this group. It's it's bad. So if if you are talking about punting on someone after a short period of time. Look, if, if I'm the Jets and I've got I've got multiple uh, first round picks and I've got some draft capital and I feel like whether it's C.J. Stroud or you know Bryce Young or whatever, I at this point would have zero problem doing what the Cardinals did in Josh Rosen and just being like, we missed, we we missed, we made a mistake, and it's it's time to get better. He is awful. Daniel Jones. No, I mean he's he's a dud. You can you can win with him. Dable's proving that. Are they going to sign him, you think? If if they do, it's going to be to a very, very team-friendly uh, deal, and then he'll be a bridge quarterback. And, and you saw it against Seattle. Dude, Daniel, there is – you can win games playing the way the Giants are, are playing. But in this league, you you have to be able to score against the better teams. And, you know, they're not going to win having to score 28 points because they don't score 28 points. So, no, he's a dud. He's better than what we thought he was because he's not turning the ball over as much. But Daniel Jones is not any sort of franchise quarterback, and that much we know for certain. Trevor Lawrence. 
best hope of any of them. But because I think his, I think his uh, floor is higher than the rest. But he, if, if you're Jacksonville, it's alarming. He's regressed. And he has been given a better coach. He's been giving better talent around him. And he's regressing. He is not winning close games. There are a lot of people that did not believe the Andrew Luck hype about him. You know, uh, me and Nemec talk about the draft because he's a, he's a draft absolute nut. And he is he screamed from the mountaintops that this was more about reputation. And then when you really broke down his game, he was a very solid NFL prospect. Certainly a first round. But this generational sort of talent, uh-uh. And so far, that line of thinking seems to be way more accurate than this generational quarterback. So I think that he can I think he will be okay. Trevor Lawrence is not Andrew Luck. He's not John Elway. He's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not Josh Allen. Could he turn into that? Sure. So I'll I'll still say stud because mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to be a dud. Okay. But I think his stud level is way, way lower than anyone thought when he was coming out. This is not a generational product. Tua. Uh, yeah. I, uh, stud. <laughs> really? Light stud. Light stud. Because, again, you're not giving me any leeway between stud and dud. No, he's not a, you want to sit, fence sit. He's not a dud. He's not a dud. He's not a dud. He's not a dud. I agree with you. And finally, a tough one. Or is it? It's my last one. Mm-hmm. Geno Smith. What are you laughing at? I don't. Come on, he's a stud. That may be the hardest one of any of these that you gave me. Well, he's been in the league a long time. He's been in the league a long time. We thought he was a dud, and there has been nothing to indicate that now Geno he plays Smith like a stud was anything. And now he's, he's such an interesting case study, right? I think he's a stud. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. But I think the biggest decision to be made in the off season. Yeah, do you pay that guy? Do you pay him? And do you go and, like, you're Seattle. This was supposed to be a rebuild, right? And you got draft capital to go out and, and, and get involved in your next quarterback. And your pick may not be high, but Denver's pick may, or you're going to have to, that you can move up into the top five and grab one of them. So the question becomes, do you go out and spend a first-round pick and say, we've got our bridge quarterback until, you know, this this guy's ready. You pull, like, an Aaron Rodgers. You draft a guy in the 20s and sit behind a couple years? Do you get aggressive and go after a top five pick, or do you just say, F it, we don't need a quarterback. We got GD Geno Smith. Let me ask you this. Uh, This is probably something we'll have to carry over to tomorrow. I'll put it in my notes because we can can let it breathe more tomorrow. But just off the top of your head, what do you think if they sign Geno? Do they need to sign him next year? I'll look and see what I feel like he's close. And see what his contract is. What would he pay? Or let's say somebody's coming after him or whatever. Like what does he command? If he keeps this up, <laughs> you in, know, in like this, such in a, this league, if he finishes this year, well, what if yeah, he's, he, this is it? He's an yeah, that's what I he's thought. So agent. what do they got to pay to keep that guy? It pro if, if he plays this way the rest of the year and they make the playoffs, is he getting over 20 million a year? Yeah. Yeah, he's getting over. over yeah, you're, you're over 30. No, no. If okay. someone wants to give him 30, I'll take my compensatory pick and, and thanks for go. coming. Okay. But he's going to get 20, 25. If he plays like this. If he plays what like this. What about Daniel Jones? Do you think if the Giants sign him, is he getting upwards of – because they're winning games. They're, they're, he's somewhere, I, I think, in 20, the – 20, I think he's somewhere in the high teens. Maybe 20. Yeah. Maybe. Because remember, the cap is also going to keep rising. So getting someone at 22 mil is 
actually in today's league when you got quarterbacks making 40 okay. plus. We got to finish this. Geno Smith, stud or dud? I am going to hate myself for saying this, but <laughs> stud. Yes. This looks. Let's go. This looks kind of. What do you think about that, Niners boy? sustainable. Lance is a dud. Geno's <laughs> a stud. How do you feel about that? I think that right now that is accurate. <laughs> right now that is accurate. I just. I With there being no middle ground. I cannot believe that Geno Smith is even in this conversation, but he is, and he deserves to be. All right, Club 1080 is next. We have the new hottest couple on earth. Six o'clock on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 